friends, welcome to the Sunday Sermon segment of We Need God. Please listen as Father Carrozza offers his homily for today, which was recorded live in St. Anne's Parish. I remember many years ago visiting a brother priest in his parish. We went out for lunch, and when we came back into the rectory, there was a woman there who was seeming to have a little bit of an argument with the secretary there. Now, those of you who have come to the door at St. Anne's know that Nancy greets you there with a warm smile and a welcome and a dish of candy that you can help yourself to. She makes people feel welcome. Unfortunately, the secretary in that parish did not do so. In all charity, I think she maybe had just been working too long and she'd been a little bit jaded and hardened and cynical from things she had seen. And so she was not exactly very kind to the people that came in. And frankly, I think she needed to retire. But be that as it may, as we walked in, this woman with whom she's arguing turned and saw the two of us both wearing Roman collars. And she goes, oh, fathers, can I talk to one of you? So because it was my friend's parish, he says, sure. He says, and, and he took her into a room and sat her down. And later he told me the story of what she wanted. She said that she had been out of work for quite some time and you know, her unemployment was running out and she was finding a hard time finding work and she was just looking for some uh, supermarket cards you know, that you know, we could give to people who uh, need assistance. And she said to him, quite frankly, she says, I'm not a member of your community. She says, in fact, I'm not even Christian. I'm Jewish, but my friends have always told me that the church will help you, so please, could you help me? Well, my friend had every reason to believe her. There was nothing that looked like she was just trying to swindle him or anything. So he gave her a few cards, not a great amount of money, but a little bit. And as she left, she was crying. And she goes, oh, Father, thank you. Thank you very much. God bless you. You can just imagine you know, how happy she was with that. As she walked out, the secretary turned to my friend and said, oh, so I see she got to you. And he said, what do you mean? She goes, yes, yeah, she came in and gave me that cockamamie story about her being out of work and... Um, and not getting any more social security. She goes, I don't believe that for a moment. They all come in here with their lies and their stories just to prey on your niceness. And then she says she's Jewish. I said, well, then why are you coming here? Why don't you just go to the synagogue or the temple and ask them for money? Why take the things that are meant for the Catholic people? As she said that to him, I was thinking of today's gospel with Jesus and the Canaanite woman because here was a perfect uh, analogy of that. Jesus was not in Israel. Tyre and Sidon were in what's now the country of Lebanon. And so Jesus was outside of his territory, and a woman of the area, some of the translations call her Syrophoenician. As a Phoenician, she was the descendant of the Philistines, which were Israel's lifelong enemy. They were the people that throughout the Old Testament they were fighting against, each one trying to destroy the other, and the Israelites finally won their territory. And so here was a descendant of the enemy looking for help from Jesus. Now Jesus, I don't need to tell you, knew exactly what he was going to do. Of course he was going to help the woman. But probably because of the Jewish crowd that was with him, that had followed him, he deliberately tested them and the woman to see what the, they would think with his words for her. So at first he said nothing to her. And right away, of course, the people with him are saying, send her away, she keeps bothering us. And Jesus says that line to her, I was only sent to the lost children of the house of Israel, because that's what the Jews were thinking. And she kept pressing him, please, Lord, help me. And he says, it's not right to take the food of the children and throw it to the dogs. And her beautiful line there, please, Lord, 
for even the dogs get to eat the scraps that call from the children, fall from the master's table. And of course, he turns to her and says, woman, great is your faith. Your daughter shall be healed, and she was. And that was, of course, a message for his followers, that Jesus had come for everyone. Yes, he had come first to the house of Israel, as we see Paul will talk about that right away, that when he used to go places and preach, first he went into the synagogues and preached, but then Gentiles were listening, people who had never been Jews, and when the Jews were rejecting him, as we hear in the second reading today, he says, well, he says, God, the message was sent to you, but since you've rejected it, I now turn to the Gentiles, who received it with great joy. And the church very quickly became a church made up largely of Gentiles. But it was from Israel that the message of Christ went out to all the nations. And Jesus was showing this to his followers, especially the apostles who were with him at that point, that yes, while he came and was working among the Jews, from then they were to go out and bring all the nations to salvation. And nobody should be considered unworthy of the Lord's love, unworthy of his concern even people they might consider dogs, a descendant of the Philistines. The Lord helped her. And of course, that's a strong reminder for us today in our work of evangelization. Uh, these past couple of years, hopefully if you noticed, I've put a lot of attention on evangelization, on going out to try to bring people who either have left the faith or people who were never part of the faith into Christ and share our faith in him with others. Our Christ Life program has been one of the key tools of that that we've been using to try to bring people into Christ. And one of the things that I know the people in Christ Life know, but we always, uh, I always try to emphasize with them, is that we're not just trying to go out to strengthen those who come to church every Sunday, the faithful, as good as that is. We're trying to reach out to the people who have fallen away, even people who have committed sins, even people that we might think because of what they've done in the past that you know, God should just dismiss them and say, I want nothing to do with you. Well, the Lord doesn't do that. The Lord's love is for everyone. And the more sinful a person is, the more they need our compassion, the more they need us to reach out to them. God's compassion goes out to everyone, even the most wretched of people, even anyone that people might consider a dog. Even dogs get to eat the scraps that fall from the master's table. And so, if there's anybody that we think is beyond the call of God, well, we need to rethink that. And I, then I challenge everyone today to ask yourself, do you know of somebody who really needs to come back to the Lord or to find the Lord? Even somebody who's been living a very sinful life, who has been far away, that many other people would just reject as oh, that person, there's no hope for him. Well, reach out to that person because Christ is calling even that individual. And so our challenge is to go out and bring Christ to the most wretched, even the ones who have been dismissed, just as Christ did by reaching out to tax collectors and prostitutes, people who had been rejected by the rest of the people because they were not holy enough to be worthy of God. Well, every human being is worthy of God, whether they know him or not, whether they're following him in their hearts or not. And so may we never uh, uh, stray or shy from bringing Christ to people that we know need him. But while we're thinking about other people who are worthy of Christ, at the same time, we need to ask ourselves about ourselves. Do you see yourself as worthy of the Lord's love? 
And sometimes I find even in people who go to church every Sunday still hold on to something in their past that keeps them from really following the Lord the way they could, not thinking God could forgive them, that somehow because they committed this sin or that even many years ago, God would not love them. And how often I see that. And there was so much pain, even among many people who come Sunday after Sunday looking for that healing. And maybe the only one who's denying it to them is themselves because they don't think that God would ever love or forgive them. Sometimes we even make it worse on them. I was at a wake recently, and as we were waiting to begin, all of a sudden several of the men that were standing there said, Father, you might want to move away from that guy there. And I said, why? They said, because when the lightning bolt strikes, we don't want you to get hit by it. They were thinking just his being that close to a priest was like going to bring down God's wrath. Quite the opposite. If anything, hopefully it would be a moment that would bring God's presence to that man. But how about all of us? Is there anything that you're holding on to that you've never brought before the Lord, that maybe you feel the Lord couldn't possibly forgive you for what you've done? Yes, he will. God's love is for everyone. And if you think that you're not worthy, that you, you see yourself only as a dog before the Lord, even the dogs get to eat the scraps that fall from the master's table. So do not worry. You are worthy of the love of Christ. Not because of anything you and I can do on our own. No, there's nothing we can do to tell the Lord, you owe me this. Of course not. But we deserve it simply because the Lord loves us. Just like you who have children, you love your children, even when they disappoint you, even if a child should be going against everything you ever wanted them to be and do, you still love them and you still pray for them, even if they're wayward. And if they should ever come back, you would never reject them. You would bring them back with open arms. Well, that's what the Lord does with us as well. And so today, the challenge comes to us to look at people on the outside, people that maybe the world has rejected as unworthy of God's love, and say, Lord, what can we do to bring those people to you, especially the people who need him the most? because the people who are the furthest away from him are indeed the ones who need him the most. And then secondly, asking ourselves, do we see ourselves as deserving of the love of God? Not because we've done anything to earn it, but because the Lord loves us, because each and every one of us is one of his children whom he loves with more love than we could ever imagine. See yourself as loved by God, and no matter what past sins we may have, bring them to the Lord and allow him to take them away from you. That's why he died on the cross, to take our sins away. So remember, the Lord's love goes to everyone, even to the most wretched of people, even to ourselves. May Jesus Christ be praised, now and forever. Thank you for listening to this week's homily by Father Carrozza. If you enjoyed this homily, please pass the word on to your friends and invite them to listen. For more materials from Father Carosa, please visit www.fathercarosa.com.